Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, it is Tanya Clark Marinelli, uh, creator of the Invest in Yourself course for women and Empowering Kids program for kids. And thank you for joining me today. Um, today we're going to be talking with Dan Ting. And I'm really excited about this. But before we go ahead and introduce Mr. Dan King, I am just going to tell you guys a little bit about the Invest in Yourself program. It is a program created to really empower yourself and do, be, and become, do, be, have, become whatever it is that you guys desire to experience in life, okay? And I know that sounds like a really, um, something that's really huge and really hard to, to create in your life, some of you anyway, but the fact is that I've seen so many women um, create successful lives out of this program that it's kind of mind-blowing. So um, in the near, I've just been presented with a challenge, a 30-day webinar challenge. And so for the next 30 days, beginning next week, I'm going to release the day, I am going to be beginning um, a webinar series entitled Money Mindset, okay? And I have so much information to share with everybody that uh, this webinar series, you guys are not going to want to miss this. For the, so for the next 30 days, once a week, there is going to be a free one-hour webinar training. You can log in, watch me live, you name it. And um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. You can go to www.investinyourselfcourse.com to find out more information. If you guys are interested in the program, go to www.investinyourselfcourse.com forward slash apply, and you can apply to work with me. Um, the reason why I request everyone reply, uh, apply is because um, I want to make sure that we resonate with each other, that I am the one that can assist you in creating whatever it is that you desire to experience in life, okay? So I really want to honor that. Now, before we get started, I'm just going to give you guys a little intro. We have this guy on week, uh, monthly, okay? Dan King. Um, he is a, you know, Dan King's a spiritual advisor, a teacher, a medium, intuitive soul coach author, columnist, international speaker, and conscious entertainment producer who has worked with such prolific spirit, uh, speakers such as Dr. Deepak Chopra, Sylvia Brown, and talk show icon Montel Williams, okay? So um, I know that we have him on every month, but I really want to encourage and invite each and every one of you guys listening because I know that we have um, quite a few regular list listeners every Every month, you guys are really interested in what Dan has to say, but I invite you to kind of step out of your comfort zone and give a shout, give us a call today and ask your questions. This guy doesn't come cheap, and he is really honoring us by offering all of his wonderful services today. And the call-in number for all of you guys is 646-787-296. The number again is 646 787 8296. And without further ado, I'm just going to invite Dan on. Hello. Hello, Tanya. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Good. Did you get to hear the intro? I did. Thank you for okay, that. Okay, good. <laughs> I had you. I usually. Really good. Okay, no. That's great. <laughs> no, I was just. Normally, I have you like no, I don't have you on hold, so I wasn't sure if you heard me introduce you or not. So I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you so much. Absolutely. So I did have somebody call in like right before you, and if okay. you have a question, I invite you. You know who you are to call back in and ask that question. So, um, yeah. So why don't you tell us what's been going on in your life, Dan? What's been going on? Um, well, it got the uh, the tour still coming up. I was in Edmonton um, for about a week doing uh, doing private one on one sessions, but uh, we got 
some East Coast events coming up. I had to postpone and kind of reschedule just due to a whole bunch of shifts and uh, a lot of changes going on, but everything unfolds as it should. So should be announcing those new dates shortly. Um, and um, other than that, just uh, speaking with my agent quite often. I'll be going down to California to meet with him probably in about a month, and then uh, we're going to be shopping around for publishers and get to get Soulgasm out there on a mass scale like it's intended to be. Uh, MySoulgasm.com is just about ready, uh, so uh, people can look out for that launch as well. I'll be announcing it on Facebook and and things of that nature. And other than that, just just going with the flow of life and helping people one day at a time. That's awesome. You sound very busy. You mentioned you were going to California. When are you doing that? Where in California? Um, that, uh, just outside Sacramento, but that's just to meet with the um, – with the agent because uh, that's all in the works and um, mm-hmm. yeah so he, so I mean I'm I'm hoping to get on with Hay House that's my intention uh, simply because they are the main um, you know like you know the prime primary uh, spiritual uh, you know book Absolutely. publisher uh, that would be ideal but uh, I mean you know I'm open to whatever the universe has in store for me I, because for me it's just about getting to the the most amount of people and and therefore helping the most amount of people so. Um, but I, I also might be, it looks like I'll be in Ottawa as well coming up. So um, for any listeners that are in that area, I'll be available for uh, for private one-on-ones there as well. And That's I'll be very cool. The, yeah. the date will be announced. I asked yeah. about California because I'm going there at the end of May. Yeah, so, oh, are you? Like in well, well, it, yeah. It, it, hmm? Where, whereabouts? Laguna Beach. Oh, okay. Do you know if that's close to Sacramento? Huh. Is that is Sacramento? No, you know what? I actually think that that's about six hours away. I think um, I'm pretty sure it is. And yeah, because Laguna Beach is about an hour from LA, I believe. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. That'd well, be cool. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll run into each other somewhere. I was gonna say. I mean, we live in the same city, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So I gotta be completely honest with you. Like every time I get on the show with you, I'm literally like running around, running around, yep. and just like kind of scrambling before we we hop on the show together. Um, today, my uh, 11 year old, he usually has like a homeschooling program at his school today, but mm-hmm. he had a play date and thinks he sprained his wrist. So I invited him to hang out with me today. So I was I was set back a few minutes, but um, but yeah. So what is your heart calling out to um, talk about today? Well, it's funny that this is how it's unfolding. Well, not funny because it's always perfect, right? But um, <laughs> usually I just you know I come into the call you know and I'm and just with the mindset that you know Tanya's going to have some questions, get the ball rolling and. And we'll go with yep. that. Um, for some reason, as I was getting ready or, or just dialing the phone, this thought came to mind. So I guess that's what at okay. least we're supposed to begin with. And it's it's really about because whether people are on a like a big time conscious journey or not, um, as you well know, um, their thoughts are still creating. Right. And whether people are consciously yeah. doing it or unconsciously doing it, their thoughts are creating their reality. So I think it's really important for people to know right now um, that that ability is at an all-time high because the universe is trying to show you that you have that ability. So things are happening quite quickly in relation to what we're putting out there. I mean, in the past, you know, you put a thought out there and it takes a little bit of time to manifest or a long time to manifest. Right mm-hmm. now, things could be pretty damn instantaneous. And a lot of my clients are, 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 are really experiencing this, like right in front of their faces. And, and so what it is is that, you know, I mean, if people are thinking negatively, then they're creating negative experiences. And, you know, the ego, of, of course, you know, the part of us that doubts and forgets who and what we truly are and takes the victim's uh, position in life, the ego will paint that as, oh, well, life's just tough and life's being mean to me, God's being mean to me, whatever, right? They, the, the ego has to externalize it. But okay. it's not life being mean to anybody. It's life trying to show you how powerful you are and that something needs to change within. So what I really want people to really start realizing at this point in time in all of our journey, I mean, because we're, we're in this collective journey together. It really is a collective uh, game that we're all a part of here. And it's to start 
focusing on what you want and like rather than what you don't like. Because now more than ever, whatever you focus on, you will perpetuate. And it will be right in front of your face, probably in a more intense way than ever, simply because it's time for us to get it. It's not time for everybody to get it. But, there's, but, but many of us, we've come here, our soul has chosen here to get it in this lifetime. And so life is, is, is simply trying to facilitate that. Because it's not like, uh, you know, uh, a spirit is going to show up in human form just to tell you what you need to know. You've chosen to come here and learn through experiences. That's how we've all chosen here to learn or come here and, and, and have chosen to learn through life experiences. So, so, if, so any listeners out there, if you find yourself in a cycle of shit right now, you've got to stop and realize what and, and, and ask the right question. Because usually, again, we take the victim stance and, and, and put out there, even if we're talking to God and say, God, why are you doing this to me? Why is this happening to me? And that's the wrong question, because all you're doing is perpetuating that, because life will just keep trying to teach you through that experience why it's happening to you. And why it's happening to you is because you, you are thinking a certain way. So the better question to ask is, what am I to learn from this? What, what is the purpose, the higher purpose? What is the higher purpose to me being caught in this cycle right now? What am I missing? Because that's the only thing going on. If we're caught in a certain cycle, it's not life trying to be mean to us. There's a lesson that we're just not getting. It's like if we have to repeat great one over and over and over again. It's simply because we're not harnessing and, and, and getting what we're intended to learn in, in that grade. And you can't move on to grade two until you, until you graduate from grade one. So you're supposed to transcend those experiences, but there's something in there to learn. And what I've seen a big theme of lately is people just mm-hmm. don't give themselves enough credit. Mm-hmm. All the shit that people are going through, at some level, they believe they deserve it because somebody along the line told them they weren't worthy of anything better. And that's what they and, believe. Oh, absolutely. And that's going to be mm-hmm. in, 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 in the very fiber of everything you do. If, if somebody has ingrained in you, whether it was a past partner or your current partner or a parent or, or anybody of influence in your life, so many people have taken on other people's belief systems and made mm-hmm. it their own. And it's also important to really make clear that if somebody mistreats you, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. People only mistreat people if they've got some shit going on inside of them that they need to heal. We are naturally nice and kind beings. We don't choose Mm -hmm. to be assholes. Life happens to us. Someone's an asshole to us. We get resentful and pissed off, and then we express that outward and take it out on somebody else because we don't don't know how to heal it inside of us. Mm -hmm. So it's important to realize that anybody who has ever mistreated you, it had nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. They have their own pain, and they're expressing it outward, just like most of us do. Yes. I would love to share a, a funny story. Funny now, not Please funny go. yesterday. <laughs> and it's so, I love, I love how, like, whatever you talk about, I'm like, oh, that I was asking myself that question. I'm so glad you brought that up. So cool. yesterday I'm like, <laughs> I was, I've been in a pretty pissy mood. And I think it's just because I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I I found myself asking those questions that you said, don't ask because you're perpetuating. And it's like, why? Why the hell is this happening? I am doing my best to focus on this and so on and so forth. So I'm driving yesterday in my beautiful new vehicle, which I'm loving, but I'm spending way too much on gas. Um, (laughs) So I'm driving yesterday and, um, and I shut the radio off and I have like, a challenge in my life right now and I'm so I'm like okay I'm going to ask the universe you know God I'm going to ask the universe my angels whatever you know to really um, give you know I want to download the answer finally I just I'm done and I'm ready right and so I was really focusing on that and a, a truck drives by me and literally flipped me the bird I was like, what? <laughs> Language warning, but what the fuck? I'm like, why is this happening? You know? So, and I got like, I got so obsessed that I kind of sped up a little bit and then I slowed down and I was like, all right, 
I hope that lesson was for him and not for me because what the hell I had to take a step back and I'm like, what the hell am I vibrating out to attract that? You know? So um, that was a funny, it's a funny experience, but I still can't tell you what it was. Well, and you know, that's a great story because that speaks to something really important. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. Because oftentimes the conscious individual will ask that exact question. Something bad's happened to me. What am I attract or what am I putting out there to attract that? But oftentimes it's not about you putting anything out there. Those things are happening just to see how you react to it. <laughs> I was surprised at how I reacted cuz I'm very very pretty peaceful, you know? And and then yeah. I was like, "Okay, Mirna, you need to gain a little bit more control over your reaction because <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay too because because sometimes, oh, I just love what we're talking about. So thank you for being a part of this. Because it's just so, it's like the, the universe playing an orchestra here. Um, Good. Um, sometimes we need something to piss us off because we got some energy we need to get out. Because we all have some shitty energy in us. I mean, we're not supposed to become numb to life. It's okay to get pissed off. It's just the question is how long do you hang on, hang on to the piss off, pissed offness? Right, because you can have a moment of being pissed off and then move on. But so many of us, I mean, because of the ego, it wants to latch on and just pro, and then just elongate a crappy moment and make it into a crappy day and a crappy week and a crappy month and then eventually, and hopefully, if it goes its way, a crappy life. But so, so, so it's okay to be pissed off. And sometimes, you know, especially a moment like that where nobody can get hurt if you're swearing fuck in, you know, out loud on top of your lungs in your car, right? But it gives you an opportunity yeah. to get some shit out that was probably in there due to some other stuff that could have been from years ago. Still kind of residually I'm, in there. I love that you're sharing that. Oh, that's, that's so awesome that you're sharing that because even though I know that, I forget, right? And and I and I do my best to calm myself, and I forget mm-hmm. that yeah, let's release that, let's release that. Yep. So, mm-hmm. well, Good absolutely, call. and well, and this all, I mean, all the spiritual, quote unquote, spiritual stuff comes down to authenticity. And there's no mm-hmm. cookie cutter way to be even spiritual. So many people, and I've done it my own self. You know, get pissed off, and then we judge ourselves from being pissed off because we should be Om Namaste, everything's okay. But that's not fucking reality. <laughs> that is just not reality. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's about being real. If you get upset, it's about how you handle it. See, because okay. what's going to happen is if you try to be all Dalai Lama about it and just be strong and just push it down, that's not authenticity, number one. Number two, that authenticity will come out one way or another. And if we push it down and don't just be conscious about it, bring our soul's awareness to it and say, okay, I'm pissed off right now. And as soon as we do that, the pissed offness goes away. It's like, okay, I'm pissed off right now. I'm going to get it out. I'm going to scream. I'm going to yell. I'm going to whatever. And then it's done. Mm-hmm. But if we push it down, it always comes out in not the most appropriate way or appropriate place possible. Because it's there. Yeah. Energy has to go somewhere. As we all know, anybody who knows anything about this spiritual stuff knows that everything is energy and that energy does not die. It only changes form. So it has to go somewhere. Yeah. But it has to be released. It has to be expressed in order for it to be transformed. Otherwise, it sits there and it percolates and it bubbles and eventually the bottle pops no matter you know, what you do. So you might as well just deal with it from a higher perspective. Decide, I am pissed off in this moment. I'm going to get it out. Boom, I'm done. That's that's awesome. That's going to help me, you know, because I, I, in my practice, I help people transform energies. And usually it's, you know, we kind of approach it in a way that they talk about what they're feeling and, and kind of go subconsciously and tap into that. But mm-hmm. it, I, I've never kind of looked at it in the sense of like a conscious feeling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and that's what this is all about. It's all about bringing consciousness to everything, to become conscious of your Mm -hmm. life. It's just about making a conscious choice, being aware. This is all about self-awareness because most of us, well, all of us have always have at one point been there, but, but, but many of us are still trapped in that unconscious, reactive way of living. Most people do not think before they act. And it's always based on, on, on their past because they've been hurt in the past or they had a past situation that didn't turn out well. So they fear that, they dwell on that, so they act from that in, the, in their future and they keep recreating the same type of situation. 
So it's about ah. bringing your consciousness, your awareness to your every moment as much as possible, at least. And at first, it is a bit of a bitch. As you know, you've got to be on top of your shit. You've got to <laughs> be mindful of every, and you've got to question every little thing you do. But once your mm-hmm. mind is trained, or retrained, rather, to be aware, it just becomes your, not even your second nature, because it is your true nature. So you're just, we're just, we're not learning anything new. It's about unlearning the bullshit we've been taught, so that we can just be left with what we've always known. The game of yeah, physical life is to just remember what your soul has always known. But you've got to get the yeah. bullshit out of the way that our ego has taken on from outside sources. Awesome. Yeah, and, and, it, and, it, and it is. It's challenging when you, first, um, when you first try to be aware of all, all of your thoughts, not even really all your thoughts, but more so your actions and why you're doing something and how you feel about something. you really got to be aware of it and kind of, and it's challenging. I'm not going to lie. It is challenging, but you catch on so quickly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And because people now, mm-hmm. and, and that's absolutely right, because that awareness is already in there. So it's about yeah. just reconnecting to that awareness. And, 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 and your listeners will be happy to hear that it's going to be easier for people getting into this now than it was for people like you and I or other people who have, who have began this process years ago. Because, again, we are a collective entity. We're all one in the, in the illusion of separation. So we've all been ascending. We've all been progressing collectively. Just, just certain souls have come to get, get started a little bit earlier to learn it in a more intricate way because they're meant to teach it to others and help them. But everybody is on this journey. So we're all farther ahead of the game now as a collective entity than we were, let's say, even two years ago. So any type of awareness, any type of awakening that's happening now will happen quicker for people. So now all people have to do, I mean, the, the one thing I would just urge people to do, put it out there to the universe. Just say, okay, you know what? I'm going to give this shit a shot, you know, that Tanya and Dan are talking about. They seem pretty convincing. Maybe they're full of shit. Who knows? But you know what, universe? Show it to me. I'm open. Yeah. And just watch what happens because it will resonate with you. It will trans- transcend the understanding of the mind because the spirit and life and the soul speaks a language the ego just can't understand. You will feel it. It will resonate with you that, to, a certain, to, to a point that you will not be able to deny it. And then after a hmm. while, as you consciously choose to go on this journey, the mind gets the understanding that the soul has always had. But just start with throwing it out there. Just all the willingness to see it is all you need. Open your eyes and you will see the perfection unfolding around you that always has unfolded around you and always will be. But you deserve to reap the benefits of it. You deserve to play an active role in this amazing, intricately created game. Everybody does. Everybody is worthy of the best simply because they freaking exist. Totally. I completely agree with you. Mindfulness is so freaking important. When I, when I did the um, Empowering Kids Camp this past spring break, every mm-hmm. single morning I, I invited the children to just, you know, be in silence and be mindful of their feelings and their thoughts not guiding them to think a certain way, not guiding them to, you know, you should think this, you shouldn't think that, or saying it was wrong or anything like that. But I was guiding them just to be aware. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't ever remember being guided to be aware of what I was thinking when I was a child. <laughs> I never was. <laughs> never, never. No. 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 And and then you grow up in that habit, right? And And it's even more challenging to... Um, become mindful. But if you grow up being, you know, experiencing mindfulness and being aware of your thoughts and how you want to feel and, and so on and so forth, it just creates for, you know, what's your feedback on that? Take a child who, take a child who is never, you know, anybody, myself, you, whoever, but who is never taught to be aware right, of their feelings, of their thoughts, anything like that. Their mind's on autopilot. They don't even know that they're, they can be aware of or in control of what they're thinking. And then take right. a child who grows up being aware and knowing that they can choose. 
their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like how what what like how significant of an impact is that on children? Oh, when well, they become an adult. Well, it's it's absolutely huge because we become as an adult who we were as a kid, really. I mean, you know, um, because okay. as children, that's when we're like sponges, right? So um, yeah. that's why, and that's why many people's quote unquote issues or, or let's be more specific, unhealed um, belief systems or energy, most of them stem from earlier on in life, from childhood. And not just, and it doesn't, yeah. that, that, that doesn't mean just parental issues, but you know, they they were bullied or an uncle was really mean to them or just somebody really said something that really resonated and they took it on as their own belief system and it's been running their lives since. Mm-hmm. So there would be a huge difference between the two, those being one who was, well, and the reality of it is we're, we're all taught to be mindful. The question is, what are we taught to be mindful of? Most mm-hmm. of us are, are taught to be, because of the conditioning our parents have gone through or, or any other influential figure in our lives as we're a kid, I mean, it's really the blind lean the blind, because they were taught to be mindful of things outside of them. Be mindful yeah. of how you look, how you act. Be mindful of this, 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 because we're, we're taught right from the get-go, everybody has been, we need to fit in. We need to shut our mouths, do what we're told, so that we don't rattle the cage. You want to fit in. You want to be accepted by others. But you're never told you want you want you need to be accepted by your damn self. Mm-hmm. We're never told that. We're never told that. We are we are instilled with ex- externalization right from the get go. It's all about yeah. needing something outside of ourselves to validate our self worth. But if we're taught about our 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 inner power right from the get go then absolutely, I mean, I don't know exactly what that looks like, but it's going to look a hell of a lot better than the, than the typical type of conditioning that is instilled within us. And thankfully, and that's why I'm so excited about this awakening that's been happening for years, because the more awakened adults we have, the more awakened parents we have, which will automatically create awakened children. And these children that are coming into this plane of existence lately, I mean, they're coming in already very high vibrational beings who are here to really carry the torch, so to speak, into the new world that we're all creating. So, and so there's no coincidence why so many adults and therefore parents are being awakened because it's their job to facilitate and create a platform, a learning environment for these already aware children to be who they are and to accept who they are and to do what they're inevitably, what they're inevitably here to do, which is change this world I, for the better. Yeah. I love what you're saying. You know, if you're comfortable, Dan, I would love to hear how this experience with um, the children who came into your life, how is that mm-hmm. on a daily basis? Um, Are you open to sharing? Well, so, oh, oh, absolutely. I'm, sure, I'm open to sharing whatever you'd like me to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I have to say that it should have been a lot harder, but for some reason, you know, because, I mean, <laughs> you know, I took on three kids just like that, right? And then a little girl mm-hmm. on the way now as well. But um, they're just, I guess when something's right, it's right. But at the same time, I've always had this big thing within me that I did not want to bring a child into the world or, 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 or into my life, whether that was, you know, through being a biological father or not. I did not mm-hmm. want to do that until I knew I could be the best influence possible. And for years, never mind being ready to have kids, I was cool being single for the rest of my life, focusing on what I'm here to do. And about a few months before I met my wife, I, um, I just all of a sudden started having this feeling, you know what, hey, if there's someone out there for me, okay, I'll be open to it. Because I just knew by that point, I, because I was so confident in the perfection of how things unfolded by that point that I'm like, you know what, whatever's for my highest good, whatever experience I'm here to have, who the hell am I to close myself off to anything, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just open to whatever. Next thing you know, I'm in Edmonton doing readings, and the elevator door opens, and there she is. And I just knew it instantly, and she knew it too. Wow. Or so she says. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That but, is awesome. So, <laughs> And so the children were just a natural part of everything. I mean, when I first met them, we just hit it off. I mean, there was just no, 
no resistance at all. You know, I mean, has the landscape of my life changed a lot? Absolutely. But again, when something is right, you know, you just create that new balance as long as you're open to it. You know, um, it just happens. And I'm still able to do everything that I need to do and what I'm here to do. I just have this extra bonus part of my life now that's brought me so much joy, that's taught me so much. Um, it definitely makes me more mindful of what comes out of my mouth because the day kids are like sponges. Um, <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, so and I just, and just pause them. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to pause you for a second because um, I know that there's a lot of skeptical ladies out there. And to hear okay. a man speak the way that you're speaking about you know, your wife and how you met and how um, it was just like an instant connection and so on and so forth. I just invite all the ladies out there who are skeptical to um, open yourself up to receiving that, that it is, you know, relationships can be like this. Absolutely. But, but, but for those ladies, though, it's important to realize that you should not want anything until you have realized how worthy you are of the absolute best. Because until you get that, you're not, until you understand that and live like it, you're just simply not going to get it. And even if you do get it, you'll fuck it up because you don't believe you deserve it. Good call. Good point. <laughs> I'm just making a note of that. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. No, that's, that's a really good point. It is because whether you are aware of it or not, you are projecting your beliefs right? You're, you're creating yeah. your reality with every thought that you think and every subconscious, you know, thought that you have as a result of what you've been in habit of thinking of, right? So Absolutely. And, and, and so many, um, well, not just women, so many people out there in general, men and women, excuse me, are, 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 so, are, are still so dwelling on past crappy relationships that, mm-hmm. you know, they're that they're scared of or not even open to something else. But yeah. So it's it's important that you let go of the past number 1. And how do you well, well how do I let go of the past, Dan? He was a prick, she was a, you know, whatever. They did this 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 is this to me. How do I let go of that hurt? Well, nothing happens for nothing. Your soul chose those people. They were your teachers on on some level. And I mean, I'm oversimplifying and kind of generalizing this perhaps, but chances are if they were mistreating you, their job was to teach you what you don't deserve so that you realize what you do. Yes. You need to know what you don't want to know what you want. Exactly. Exactly. So that's all it is. Now that doesn't, I'm not saying that makes what, how they treated you right. All I'm saying is that there was a higher purpose to how they treated you and that you got something good out of the situation, and that is learning what you don't want so that you realize what you do want, and then focus and put out there what you do want. Because how can you know what the hell is good for you if you don't know what you're looking for? Yeah, exactly. It's about you know, being true. Uh-huh. Sorry, go Sorry, ahead. Sorry, I didn't go mean ahead. to well, my son says to me the other day, probably about a month ago, an ex-boyfriend of mine from when I was like 16 years old contacted me. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, it's so, you know, like, wow, nice to hear from you. It was really cool connecting with somebody from like over 20 years ago, right? And yeah. um, and and I mentioned that to him, and, and I guess he just jumped to the conclusion like and, and said, um, what did he say? He goes, why would you get back together with an ex? He's like, they're an ex for a reason. <laughs> and I was like, ouch. I'm like, where did you hear that from? He goes, it just makes sense. And I'm like, okay. So, uh, and I couldn't believe that that type of insight came out of him. Right. <laughs> you know that's, what I mean? That's pretty awesome. So, so, yeah. so what do you have, like, what's your feedback on that? Well, I mean... Typically, he's right, but there's no, um, but there's always exceptions to the rule, right? Okay. Because people do grow. People do grow. I mean, and sometimes life is what tears people apart. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not so black and white like that. But I would say ninety percent of the time, at least, yes, people are exes for a reason. You were with them for <laughs> a reason. That reason expired. You got the experience you were supposed to from them, and then it was time to 
part ways. But, mm-hmm. I mean, again, there's exceptions to every rule, and sometimes people do come back around, and it is meant to be. Sometimes people exactly. come back around, and it is meant to be, but it's also meant to be a test to make sure you're not stupid enough to get back with them. <laughs> but, but, that but there are times really, where – sorry, go ahead. That information really served me when um, my ex-husband and I separated, was that, it, you know – uh, many times you know, people come together for a certain reason. And, you know, part of our reason, I believe, was to have these amazing children. My daughter was raised by a wonderful stepfather who loves and adores her, adopted her, and is her father, right? And yep. and so many wonderful things. And we get along so great now. But that that was our purpose together. And that was right. it. You know what I mean? To co-parent. And I think it's Absolutely. wonderful, but it really, really served me. It really served me, and it really helped me um, process and move forward. Because, yeah. And I just wish that because, I mean, look, divorce rates over 50%, etc. I mean, and there's a reason for that, and that's a whole other show. But uh, um, mm-hmm. there doesn't have to be resentment. I mean, especially when there's kids involved. Um yeah. You know, uh, because it just hurts them so damn much. But but even irrelevant of kids being involved, I mean, it hurts the people that are holding on to the resentment. And if you know, if people could just realize the the you know the simple yet I understand hard to get reality that again nothing happens for nothing. We 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 cross paths with the people we're intended to, and there's and, and there's always lessons in those experiences we have. If we could just extrapolate the you know the lessons that we got from that from those experiences if we if we could just take the time to again put our conscious awareness to it mm-hmm. and 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 observe it and 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 extract and pull out the good that came out of it how we grew you know what we learned things of that nature then all that other perception of resentment anger hurt regret whatever the case may be it all dissipates because those type of perceptions are, it, it, I mean, they're really dark matter, right? I'm getting a little bit scientific here, but it's dark matter as in it's a lower vibration of energy. So, so when we bring a higher awareness to it and see the good that came out and can be grateful then, then all mm-hmm. those other lower vibrations just dissipate. And the feelings that those lower vibrations create dissipate. And all you have left is gratitude and you can both just move on. Because otherwise, I mean, you know, let's go back to the, to the phrase, they're an ex for a reason. Well, if you want them to be your ex, why the hell are you still living from the past and still basically reliving the pain you had when, when you were with them by hanging on to being pissed off at them or whatever the case? If you want them to be your ex, pull out the good that came from it and let them go and let yourself go by being yeah. grateful. Is there, do you have any, like, tools to offer people in order to do that? Like, we could sit there and go, yes, you're absolutely right, and, you know, um, this is what I want to do. I want to let go of the pain, and I just want to, you know, hang on to everything that served me, yep. all the, you know, really empowering lessons and so on. Yep. But are, are there any tools that one can practice to really help them along that journey? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, 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 and this is one that I give to quite a few clients when it comes to this type of situation. So you want to get a piece of paper, and you make two columns. On the top of the first column, you, you, you title it The Shit. So, and then in that, column, in that column, you list all of the shitty things that this person did to you and how it made you feel. So they did this, 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 this. They weren't this. They weren't good enough. Or, or, or you know, they didn't give me enough love. They didn't give me enough affection. They treated me like this, whatever. You know, and there's nothing too big or small for that column. Okay, because this way you're getting it out, you're expressing it. Because most people don't express what they've gone through; they just swim, let it swim around in their minds, and let it and marinate in it, and then it just it gets stronger and stronger and affects us more and more and more. So mm-hmm. just get it out on paper. Just, just, just become because when you do that, you become the observer of it, and you're becoming aware of it. So when you mm-hmm. list it, right? So you list all the shit in that column, and then in the second column, you title that the good. So there's the shit, and then there's the good. And then in the good, 
for every item that you listed as the shit, you're going to put the good that came out of it. So, for example, uh-huh. if somebody wasn't, if somebody didn't, um, wasn't very supportive, well, you probably had to be become very independent. So, okay, so they weren't supportive. That forced me to become as independent as I am, right? They didn't love me. So that made me start to appreciate myself. So that's a good that came out of the shit. And just, and just go down the list. Once you've, once you've gotten the good relating to every item of the shit, cross out, black out that other column, the column be, that column being the shit. Cross it out. Black it out mm-hmm. with your pen, a marker, whatever. Because the shit no longer has a purpose because you just extracted the good that came out of it, which was the point to the shit in the first place. <laughs> So you black out the shit because it's, it served its purpose now, and all you focus on is the good, and you move on just focusing on the good and taking the good that came out of it and take it with you. Steve, I've heard of lists, okay? okay. Um, what you don't want and then what you do want, right? And kind of flip-flopping what you don't want into what you do want, right, in a positive tense. But I love, I love how you say, yes, you know, pull the good out of the shit. Make it, make it directly relatable. I love that. That's a, powerful, that's a powerful tool for anybody listening and you guys are cha- you know, struggling, experiencing challenges. That is a very powerful tool. And so, and so simple to do. And, 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 and then the point of it, you know, and this might sound crazy to some people listening because it's very easy to hate and be resentful towards others and very hard to even fathom being grateful for the, how they've treated us. But, but, but laying it out in this fashion, you, it'll be in your own damn handwriting in front of your own damn face that, that, that even that, that, that person's worst actions gave you a gift. And when yeah. that happens, you can't help but at least start to become a little bit grateful for even their worst actions. Because gratitude and this higher perspective of even the worst situations that's what sets you free. Understanding sets you free. Seeing the good, the perfection, and why even the worst things happened sets you free from the worst things that have happened. And, and you take responsibility, right? Sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because then at that point you realize, well, because most things we dwell on already happened. We're just recreating mm-hmm. it by living it in our mind over and over and over again. So that's where the responsibility comes into in play. Because if you're still living something that happened 10 years ago, that shit's on you now. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah, you haven't so talked to somebody for some... 10 years, but you're still pissed at them. Well, that's on you because they're probably not sitting there dwelling on and feeling bad about what they did to you. So you're the one trapping yourself there now. Walk away from pulling the good out of it, understanding why it happened, and then you mm-hmm. got the lesson. Because until you do that... You're going to recreate it with, with other people. Mm-hmm. You're just going to find somebody Absolutely. else to recreate that experience until you learn what the lesson is. So if, you want, so, so if you're perceiving your life as shitty, pull the good out of the shit and it'll stop, and, you, and life will not need to throw you those same shitty experiences anymore. It's just trying mm-hmm. to teach you something. It's, trying to, to, yeah. it's not doing something to you. Life is always doing something for you. But again, we often take that victim stance. So set yourself free yeah. by, yes, asking, why, what am I to learn from this? And life mm-hmm. will answer that question. You just got to start ask, asking the right questions. So when I was driving yesterday and I was finally, you know, I shut the music off and I was asking, you know, you know show me, you know, like, give me the answer. I'm ready. This guy drives by me and flips me the bird. So <laughs> and as we were talking, yeah, as we were talking, I'm like, Hmm. I was realizing that I had asked that um, right. before that happened. <laughs> right. So now I'm like, hmm. All right. Was that the sign I asked for? But yeah, whatever. Well, it was just a funny story, and yeah. <laughs> well, for that situation though, because again, like the the first thing or, or what came to mind was what came to mind the first time that that you shared the story on the show, and. Mm-hmm. I think for you, it was just about, it was a good way to just get out some frustration. That really had nothing to do with him. He was just the trigger. Okay, good. Right? Because I, get it out. Cause I literally surprised myself. I was like, whoa, and kind of smiled. I'm like, all right, Tanya. 
You need to settle down. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, Dan. It was funny. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, so this is, this is amazing. This is a lot of wonderful, wonderful content, and I love, like, okay, so I've always been the type of person where I um, didn't plan far in advance for a lot of things that I do, a lot of work that I do. So, and, and I really um, was hard on myself and judged myself and would tell myself, you know, that's wrong, you need to plan, you need to do this, you need to be responsible, blah, 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 blah. And then I read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. A lot of things stuck out to me in that book. Have you read that book, Dan? I haven't, no. No, okay. Well, it's basically, I wanted to create like an online business so I could travel with my kids, right? And I could mm-hmm. homeschool and so on and so forth. So, um, so it really speaks to the travel life and the easiest ways to do it and so on. And in that book, there's a few things that I really took to heart. In that book, it stated, um, you know, if, if you are the type of person who crams, honor that. That's who you are, and that's how you work best. And I, and I was kind of mind blown. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? I have been judging myself for the last how many years because this is how I do certain things, and now I can be okay with that. So that's one of the things that I love about our shows, Dan, is that I don't plan for it. I just hop on, and I'm all excited about, okay, what are we going to talk about today? What, what's the surprise um, conversation going to be today? So I absolutely yep. love that. But just to add That's one more thing. That's what I love thing, about it as well. Yeah, right? You're not like, okay, well, i got to focus on this and plan for this and so on and so forth. Because then it kind of takes the spontaneity out of it. And I love being spontaneous. I love Me being too. spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but what I've, what I've done now, like when I do presentations, I'll, I'll plan the day before or two days before a big workshop to spend like eight hours, give myself like an eight-hour window and just mm-hmm. take my time with my slides and, and so on and so forth. So I'll do that, but I'll plan right before because that's where my inspiration comes from. Like that's where my, my – I, I kind of wait, the, you know, until the last minute because I – help me out here, Dan. Where am I going with this? It's like I, I wait to kind of be inspired – uh, yeah, I'm having a hard time here, but kind of receiving information on what would best serve the group of people that I'm talking to. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes absolute sense. And I think, you know, you're sharing a very powerful message in the sense because people do judge themselves, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and, 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 you know, and think they need to, to, to do things in a certain way. And that's, again, because of this societal conditioning that we're, uh, you know, subject to. Um, mm-hmm. But it, but just like you said, it, it's important to just honor your way. You know, I mean, I was yeah. the same, um, you know, in school especially. I would wait till the last moment. Thankfully, I had a photographic memory, and I didn't learn anything. I just memorized everything because I could see it in my notes whenever the question yeah. came up on, like, on the test. And, and, and so, you know, the conventional mind might think, well, that's not a good way to do it because you're just memorizing, not really learning anything. Well, how much of that shit have I had to use? Like really, you know. I mean, doing doing what I've clearly, you know, become. I mean, clearly, I'm doing what I've what I'm here to do. No school has taught me this. Um, You know, so I did what I was supposed to do in school to get through school to graduate, and now you know, here I am doing this that's completely unrelated to any of that stuff anyway. So whatever Mm -hmm. works for you, absolutely, just like you said, whatever works for you, that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, and that's part of being mindful too, right? Getting familiar with how you work the best. Absolutely. And it's all about that. self-awareness. Yeah, totally. So that's what I love about our shows, Dan, is that I had no idea what we were going to talk about today, and I didn't feel the need to you know, prep an hour before. It was just like, oh, I go live in three minutes, plug in the phone, let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm not even exaggerating. But... Yeah, I, I, I love it. And you know what, though, speaking, I'm totally going to contradict myself here, but you really piqued my interest with the, the whole other show for divorce, right? Why people become get divorced. 
I would love to touch on that because I think that I, I'm like feeling, I, I'm resonating with that a lot. So I would love to um, focus on that in a, on a future show. Let's 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 absolutely do that because it, it it because it's not even just about divorce; it's about breakups in general, right? And everybody yeah. has gone through a breakup, so every every single listener, no matter who they are, will be able to relate and will definitely take something from that conversation. So let's let's definitely do that. Yeah, um, I. I if, mm-hmm. Sorry, I yeah. I just wanted to. I'm just kind of being prompted to. Talk about something else. It's not completely unrelated. It's actually a nice kind of segue from what you were just talking about, about, you know, how to study or, or prep. Just do it in whatever way you feel is right for you or, or, or in whatever way that you're, you know, that you naturally are drawn towards. Um, now, and it's interesting because I never talk about health stuff, but like, like physical health. I was a smoker for years, mm-hmm. and, you know, so who the hell am I to talk about that stuff? But, um, mm-hmm. I also think that I smoked for a reason and that, you know, most people do in things and it's to learn that, like, whatever. I mean, it's to learn something from it. At the very least, it is not freaking good for you. But um, just uh-huh. like a lot of experiences we go through, a lot of it at the time, as we've said many times, is to teach, teach us what we don't want. But a lot of people, I mean, we're going through so many physiological changes right now because of this ascension process and this awakening and vibrating to a higher uh, frequency and therefore a higher way of living. And a lot of people I've found are going through, you know, a lot of things where they're craving a lot of crappy foods. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, especially sugar. So I want to talk about this. And, and, and if you have any listeners out there who have a sweet tooth, they're going to love this. Um, because, okay. I'll basically con- because I'm basically going to condone and, and, and promote eating sugar. But um, it's all about doing it, of course, in a balanced way. But Basically, this ascension thing, we're going through a whole DNA restructuring, okay? Mm-hmm. And so to, to simplify it, because it, is, it can get kind of complicated, but just to be, make it very simple, we're going from a carbon-based DNA to a crystalline-based DNA. And the reason for that is because crystalline allows in more light, okay? And who and what we truly are is, are beings of light, and the, and light is the highest of frequencies, and therefore a certain consciousness and awareness comes is is related to that. That being love and acceptance and unity and all all that we truly are in our essential state and spirit. So a lot of people are getting these sugar cravings, and for whatever reason, sugar works well with the development of this new DNA structure that we're going through. And so what I want to say on this topic is that again, just like you you were saying, trust yourself in how you want to study. Trust the cravings. Listen to your body. But for God's sake, do it in a balanced way. So fulfill that craving. If you feel like you need chocolate right now or ice cream or whatever, do it. Because, number one, you deserve a treat. And being extreme about anything is not healthy. I mean, being super, super lean and eating only vegetables and fruit, I mean, it's just not healthy. We need a little bit of everything, sugar included. So act on those cravings. Listen to your body because your body's going through things right now that your mind may not understand. And so mm-hmm. act on those cravings, but just be cool about it. Be chill about it. Don't go nuts. Don't sit there and eat a whole thing of ice cream necessarily. You know, have a bowl, and then you'll satisfy yeah. that. And, sorry, go ahead. It's, I love that you brought this up because about um, we only have about six minutes left, so I'll make this really quick. But probably about a week and a half ago, I stopped eating, oh, no, maybe longer than that, two weeks ago, I stopped eating flour and sugar because um, there's some things that I'm really focusing on healing in my body, and Mm -hmm. I felt like sugar was a big um, part of it. And um, so I... And I just didn't feel healthy and I didn't feel good. And I watched this like three-hour video series, like all these different videos, and it's called, the I think, The Bright Line Eating or something like that. And she talked about, you know, sugar is an addiction, right? And, and mm-hmm. I've done about six to eight years of independent research on holistic nutrition, and there's so much research out there that says that sugar is like a big, uh, stronger addiction than, you know, heroin or smoking. And mm-hmm. one, one thing that they introduced that to me was, you know, if sugar is an addiction comparable to smoking, would you be okay smoking on the weekends, you know? Or do you right. feel like you need to completely quit sugar altogether? 
because if you invite it, then you'll have more of it. But having said that, there are people who can smoke on the weekends. There are people who can have a drink on the weekend. Not everybody is an alcoholic or addicted to smoking, right? So yep. um, what's, what's your feedback on that? Like when, when you're, you know, when you offer, you know, honor the, the you know, the, the little bit, the cravings here and there, um, do, is that also the same advice that you would give to somebody who is addicted to sugar? Well, well, absolutely, because addiction comes from a deeper something. And usually uh-huh. if somebody's being, if someone has become addicted to something that makes them feel better, it's because they're trying to escape the real feeling of feeling bad within. Okay. So, so if you are addicted to something, you're really addicted to a belief about yourself, and you're using this whatever you are perceivably addicted to as a Band-Aid for that. Okay. Right. So, so this comes down to yet again bringing up your conscious awareness to the action. Why are you overusing something? Be it be it sex, cigarettes, alcohol, eating, whatever. Because there's yeah. a reason why you are overusing something. Right. Same with somebody being super healthy. Why are you so so obsessively only eating super 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 lean? Right. And, and typically and typically in a situation like that, it's because they were made fun of being a fat as a kid or 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 not looking right or whatever, that they are so addicted to making sure that they aren't those things that they've been perceived as by somebody else before. And that isn't healthy either. I know so many people that from the outside were so lean and were in competitions in that, but got so, so bloody sick from it. Ah, right. Okay. So yeah, you, you know, you yeah. might look like a fitness model, but you know, you're not feeling good at all, and it's because there mm-hmm. was deeper stuff going on within. So again, conscious mm-hmm. awareness to any action, you know, and, so, it's, and it's of course about balance. It's about balance, you know. So have like treat yourself. Maybe one day a week, say, okay, this is going to be my sugar day. I'm going to have a pop and a yeah, taco bar, whatever, because then you fulfill that part of you, and there's no fear, and and go in it with no fear. Go in it with the knowing that your body is going to transmute it and digest it and burn it off in one way or another, you know, because, again, the body reacts to the mind. And anything, like if you're scared of eating something, you're probably going to binge on it eventually and your body's going to hang on to it. Yes, and just, just to add to that, sorry. I yeah, I, I spoke with somebody because I did go through the completely obsessive other end of the spectrum where <clears throat> my children weren't allowed to have any shitty food, none. Everything was homemade, mm-hmm. completely natural. And then I found them binging on it because they weren't allowed to have it. And yeah. um, so I did talk with a food coach, like a spiritual food coach, right? And something mm-hmm. that I've always done for as long as I can remember is I bless the, my meat that I eat. I honor the fact that I want to consume meat, but I bless the animal for giving up its life so that I can nourish my body, right? Like, so I say a prayer. and. Right. Um, yeah, and, and she said, do the same thing with the junk food. If your kids want to eat junk food, do the same thing. Bless it and just honor that and allow it to happen and just basically bless it as like um, that it's, it's not going to harm your body or whatever the case is. So um, what you said here, we have 60 seconds left, but what you said okay. here about the DNA transformation from carbon to crystalline, um, that really speaks to me because for years I practiced a paleo diet, right? Because that's how our bodies um, evolved, right? Yep. And uh, hunter-gatherer. So the fact that you, you're talking about, you know, a DNA transformation, that's something, again, you piqued my interest. I'm going to research. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I love it. Yeah, I really thank you so much for coming on the show, Dan. I love our conversations, and I know that there are so many people who receive so much benefit from it, and the information just flows out of you, and I'm so grateful for that. So um, with 20 seconds left, I just want to offer you an opportunity to let people know how they can get a hold of you. 
Yeah, absolutely. The best and easiest way right now before the uh, MySoulgasm.com launches is uh, on Facebook, uh, Soulgasm slash, de- or, or sorry, Facebook.com slash Soulgasm. Uh, you can message me on there for anything you might want. Uh, just find out about live events or private readings, whatever you'd like, uh, message me on there. And thank you so much awesome. for having me on. And thank, and thank you to the listeners because uh, it's opportunities like this that allow me to do what I'm put on this earth to do. So thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, Dan. Talk to you later. Take care. Okay, bye-bye now. Bye.